Welcome to Two Girls, One Server. I'm just filling space because you're supposed to be shit here eventually. was my burp um who are you (laughs) oh yeah i forgot we're supposed to be introducing ourselves uh (laughs) i'm babs (laughs) and i'm bell (laughs) this is two girls one server the podcast the the podcast it's so weird to do that i was almost thinking like maybe we should introduce it like Hey, Belle, how have you been? And then you'd be like, good. Hey, Babs, how you been? Oh, hey, Babs, how have you been? <laughs> and then it's like, okay, then we introduce each other. But even that just feels, oh, we were supposed to do bits, too. I guess we didn't come up with that, but oh, well. Have you seen the video of the guy who fell out of the ceiling? And he's like, oh, hey, Bob. And he's like, oh, hey, Paul, or whatever it is. I don't remember the actual names. I just remember that, like, scene lives rent-free in my head. Like, it's real? Yeah, it's, it's it's like security cam footage of some dude who falls through a ceiling and he just lands there and the guy at the counter's like, "Hey, Bob." And the, and the guy who falls like, "Hey, Phil." <laughs> that sounds great. like that sounds like something. I'm going to find it and I'm going to link it in the comments. Perfect. I kind of want that to happen <laughs> to me. It just sounds like a nice change of pace. It's like, I I honestly admire the like total lack of stress in that situation yeah that's like, what i like falling through a ceiling and i'd be like crying my head off mm-hmm. yeah no exactly it's like it's it's how do you handle a stressful situation uh, i will say i got exactly a dose of that this week um i don't know if it's growth or my medication is actually working but i handled <laughs> this stressful situation surprisingly well and i am proud of myself for it like granted I got off lucky. Like, all the good things that could have possibly happened in this situation happened. But um, I went out to a different part of town, parked my car overnight, and I came back. And I was driving home, and my engine started, like, revving. Like, it sounded like it was revving no matter what I was doing. The engine light came on. And I'm like, oh, shit. My car has a habit of burning oil. So my first thought is... I haven't checked the oil in forever. I'm out of oil. I've just, like, bricked my car. I go stop at a... uh, I actually just pull over on the side of the road. um, And I found... uh, Like, checked my dick step. I had no oil. I was like, shit. 
So I pulled into a gas station, put oil in it, but it's still making all these noises. The check engine light's still on. I think I see a little bit of smoke. I'm like, okay, I can't go to work. Like, I'm just taking my car home. I have to figure out what to do. This is my only mode of transportation. Like, my parents live 30, 40 minute drive away from me. The closest people are my grandparents and my grandfather can't drive. What do I do here? <laughs> but I got home and my landlords were like, we've got a mechanic right down the street. We can help you out. I was like, oh, okay. That ticks off that box. But he couldn't get me in until Wednesday. So I had to figure out another car. And I just like, there's all these things that are going on. And I'm like, handling it surprisingly well. Like, I'm using my tools. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I, don't worry until there's something to worry about. Okay, I can't get my car into the mechanic. What do I do until now? And I was just like figuring it out. Turns out somebody tried to steal my catalytic converter. Um, <laughs> and that's why my car broke down. So they uh, didn't, they didn't today. get it? They just... They didn't get it. Just... They cut halfway through the back pipe and halfway through the front pipe and didn't make it all the way through. Holy fuck. That's a Philly thing. Catalytic converters are... A commodity Apparently here. they're a hot ticket item. They are. Super, super hot ticket. Yeah, they get stolen all the time here in cars in Philly. If you park your car for too long somewhere. I had no idea take that it. was a thing. But wow. Apparently... But that's crazy that, like, don't, doesn't your car live in, like, a driveway? It does, but I was out of town. I was at my friend's house in a sort of sketchier area. And I parked, we went to Palm Springs for the evening, or does it what? palm springs yeah either way um and i we were there for like until 3 a.m so we came back at 3 a.m i drove to anki's and it was not that far away so i didn't notice it at first yep and then driving home i'm just like oh shit <laughs> damn wow at least they didn't get it because that's an expensive thing to replace too it is yeah it was like i got really lucky well, at, at first, my thought is I'm getting sabotaged. Like, somebody's trying to murder me? <laughs> like, why did you stop halfway through? Yeah. <laughs> like, clipping random wires, hoping your car will explode. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, I have some people out there in the world who might actually want me on their hit list. This is not unrealistic. <laughs> I also think that's possible. Yeah, I'm starting to think that's a possibility for me, too. I'm like... I feel like I have an enemies list. It's something not something I ever thought I'd have. But I do feel like there are people right. who Did might you grow up to think you'd be the villain. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But that's why I have a dog and a gun. <laughs> I have a pocket knife on my keys and a lot of attitude. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just know I that love- if I <laughs> throw shit at people and act crazy maybe they'll leave me alone (laughs) see see babs i think i have the outside look that whole um looks like they'd kill you but what uh, is a cupcake and you're the opposite looks yeah it looks like they would kill you is a cupcake and then yeah is a cupcake would kill kill you you. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean, we're literally like bright pink I know. and black. I'm black. I know. <laughs> I know. It's always like that. Too. We're also Mercy and Moira. And Marceline. Yeah. Except less gay, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah sorry. 
But we could totally pull off a Princess Bubblegum and Marceline cosplay. Mm -hmm. We should. Oh, man. We have so many options for Comic-Con. God. I know. I hate that going to Comic-Con is so expensive and then also doing a cosplay is so expensive. I know. There's, like, that's something I thought about a lot when I invited you is I was like, I want you to come. This is not going to be a cheap vacation, Mm -mm. though. No. I'm already (laughs) trying to figure out money. Ugh. Dude, so many people are getting laid off around me, too. And I'm like, key. <laughs> Thank God. We laid off, like, a lot of people at our company recently. And then I was a new hire. So I'm sitting there as, like, a new hire watching a bunch of people get laid off. Like, how awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel terrible. I'm like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, at my job, it's the opposite, where it's, like, the new people are probably going to get the axe. Because they be fucking up and cannot do the work. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here like. Which is awful because you really needed the help. No, I really did. And I'm at a point where I'm like brain dead. I can't get work done anymore. I'm just like, I guess you should also fire me because I am unproductive because I have no support. I'm dying inside. But that's fine. Uh (laughs) Capitalism in America. Yay. At least I get to work from home sometimes and see my dog. That is nice. I miss that. I'm not going to lie. I... I was going stir crazy in the pandemic just because I don't like feeling trapped. Mm-hmm. But also, I am an introvert and I loved not having to be in the office with coworkers. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Especially because I hate my coworkers and I mm-hmm. can't stand being around them. So I do go in. Yeah. I like, I'm going in tomorrow, but only when I have to. And I like when I go in because I know they're scared of me. So, what, <laughs> what is that? Sabine? What did she eat? I don't know. Is that yours? Those are tongs. What? <laughs> those are kitchen tongs. Okay. How did she get those? Sabine! Okay. I... Living with a puppy or a cat, I feel like the most often thing you say is, What is that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> She discovered Why her- do you have that? She doesn't bark very much. And we were at the dog park today and another dog started barking. And she, like, out of nowhere discovered her voice. She started howling with the dog. And everyone in the park was like, Sabine's talking. Because she never barks and never makes oh noises. It was so cute. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I am talking about you. But yeah, I was very Anki proud has a husky named Sorsha. And Ooh. huskies are so vocal mm-hmm. and so adorable. The most dramatic dogs on the planet. And I absolutely love it. Like, mm-hmm. I am all for that attitude. <laughs> they are so dramatic. They have big personalities. And they like to be heard. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Like, Sorsha will look at you. She'll be like, you stop petting her for a second. She goes, oh. oh. Excuse me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sabine actually does that when you ignore her. She'll, like, yawn and then do, like, a cute face and make, like, this noise. But she like, goes, oh, And then, like, looks up at you like this. <laughs> like, oh, and I'm like, okay. I'm so pathetic. She does it to, 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 sorry, she doesn't do it to me. She does it to a man. Because <laughs> she knows me. what. I'm the cutest I'm thing I'm so the cute. And you want me here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about you, you little whore. It's because she thinks that she can trick them into letting her get away with shit. Yeah. Because they are gullible. Men are gullible and she recognizes it. And they will let her get away with shit. So <laughs> she's very content with that. Um, 
dude when a dog knows it can get away with stuff they know like you can you know they know Mm -hmm. oh yeah they look at you like they're like what are you gonna do about it yeah Mm -hmm. my stepmom um is raising the most spoiled dog that like she's she's so spoiled but she's still tolerable you know there are some dogs out there that are so spoiled that you want to Commit violence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to, but it makes you want to. (laughs) Um, hold on, Sabina has to go outside. One second, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm putting a marker to pause it. (laughs) I am leaving in, or if you're editing, you should leave in the bit where you say that Sabine has to go outside, considering it's on topic. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. Look at her little face. Hey, you. I know. What a cutie. What you doing? Oh, oh you a baby. Yeah. Say hi to everyone. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. <laughs> yeah. She's my little angel. Um, Where were we? Oh, yeah. Killing dogs. <laughs> <laughs> she she's just so spoiled uh and you can like she can see it in her eyes and her name is trouble like she's aptly named like you just look at that dog and she just knows that she is the queen of the castle but she wants mom more than anything like she is a mama's girl and that is her ultimate end goal at all times is Mm -hmm. to be in mama's arms like the princess that she is yep yeah they're all they're all kind of like that she gets jealous of the dog park when other dogs like get in my lap and stuff she pretends like i don't exist the entire time i'm there but then the moment <laughs> another dog gets in my lap she comes running over she's like oh i forgot you were here this, oh, this is my person mm-hmm. excuse me reminder that i am the center of your universe yep how does um, she get along with the cats they're not the best of friends she's actually pretty whipped by them she's kind of scared of them which is <laughs> sad because she, she like she lays flat down and looks at the floor whenever they walk past her. Like, like she's, like, <laughs> bowing to their superiority. Which, I mean, fair enough. Um, the cat person in me loves that. Yeah. I do feel bad because I feel like I get a lot less time with the cats now. Though last night Quill slept on my head, which was very nice. <laughs> oh, I bet he, he backed away from that habit when Sabine was in the bed all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And this time Sabine was on my feet, so he slept on my head this time. I think it's because he knew I was sick. Um, maybe. Aww. I don't know. But it was nice. They know. I know. Animals know. They really do. So it was sweet. It was nice. I also, last night was so funny. I I, I just, I, I, I <laughs> never mind. I, the way I fell asleep and the circumstances surrounding my sleep and then the NyQuil. I took NyQuil because I was, had a cold and just a weird night. <laughs> yeah. I I think it's kind of crazy how much animals can sense. Like, um, when I was eight and I had my hip infection, I told you about this, right? The hip infection, not the animal. Okay, yeah. So, um, for clarification, I had osteomyelitis when I was eight. um, And I had to get surgery. And I wasn't able to walk for a significant portion of time. Like, it took me, like, 14 days to get out of the hospital. And when I finally got home, I wasn't stairs. So I was sleeping on the couch for a while, and our oldest dachshund, her name was What, um, because she had a yes. little crook in her tail. And but your dad also had the best names mark. for dogs too. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. 
<laughs> her name was what? And she would sit by my side and she uh, she would not let anyone near me. She'd growl at them. She would like nip at people, even my parents, if they were anywhere near me. And when I finally got moved upstairs, we had a gate at the bottom of the stairs because she broke her back once and she couldn't go upstairs. And she would sit at the bottom of the stairs and whine until somebody brought her upstairs to see me to make sure I was okay. Mm. It was just so cute. I love animals so much. They're the best. Animals are a fucking gift to this world that we don't necessarily deserve. I always feel like (coughs) such overwhelming love in the moment for an animal. But man, when you're grieving an animal. Oh my God. first thought that comes to mind is why did I let myself do this (laughs) yeah like it's because and it's like the worst grief too because like their love is so unconditional and so pure that like it's Mm -hmm. that much more painful to experience I didn't get over Sasha forever it took me for a a squirrel that I had for four months five months yeah like that was one of those painful things I've ever (laughs) endured and I feel like I only started healing from it when I got Sabine like fully like I'd cry about Sasha like twice a week for an entire year and then i also think a lot about like quill he's been with me since i was 21 he's been with me through every relationship every breakup every move like when he passes yeah. away i i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> it's not gonna be pretty um my uh my dog sammy was like that and i got her paw tattooed on my leg because i wanted her to walk with me forever mm-hmm um, which I know is a very white girl thing to say, it's, and I don't care. It's not. <laughs> I got a tattoo for Sasha for a squirrel. <laughs> but I also think that I will do something similar when shoes goes because corn snakes can live up to like 30, 40 years. Also, the, like a snake tattoo would be so fucking cool. I know. Like a cool, I just like a one ra- anyway. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, like how like wrapping around bracelet. Yes. Mm-hmm. But and shoes is like so him. cute too. Like the coloring yeah. and everything would be really cool if you even wanted to go color. But like, yeah. Yeah. Because I love snake tattoos, I think they're awesome. That's so cool. I mean, not that I want <laughs> shoes live forever, please, but <laughs> very Snake cool tattoo. Snake tattoos are also one of the most, like, commonly badly done tattoos <laughs> because the shape of a snake's body, like, they're not necessarily badly done. It's just they don't understand how a snake moves in a lot of those tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. You have to find the right artist for sure. That makes sense. Um. But yeah, I'm a connoisseur of places like shitty tattoo websites because I like looking at people's suffering. <laughs> I I do. All, I have my for you page on Instagram is a lot of tattoos generally. And I get a lot of both the shitty and the good. And sometimes the shitty Same. ones are really shitty. You just think about it and you're like, that's a choice you've yep. made yep congratulations yep you now have homer simpson taking a dump on a stripper's tits on your back yep <laughs> and that's there forever forever until you die yeah and even then <laughs> yeah no i love uh i love like our tattoos i love like nerdy tattoos i i think that it's so sweet when you realize, like when you like love something so much and it doesn't have to be nerdy in terms of gaming and like stuff like that like i just mean like when you care when you're so passionate about something yeah. that you're like i'm getting this tattooed on my body because i just love it more than anything it makes me happy oh my god sabina has farts tonight 
holy <laughs> fuck jesus christ um I yeah i think seeing... that with a lot of my tattoos have been kind of impulsive but my thought process behind them is and it's not i don't i'm not saying that you can't get, just get whatever you want but for me personally um every single one of these had an impact on me at a moment in time where i'm like i would immortalize this forever mm -hmm. so even if i grow out of it even if i stop yeah. playing overwatch it was a memory that was important enough to me that i want to keep it with me yep you know mm -hmm. no totally i uh yeah i'm never gonna i like i will never regret the mercy boy i love that we're gone like no. i love that like you know what's really cool about it to think about is like when we do die someday and we're like buried wherever you and i end up like well i'm gonna be cremated okay but like yeah sure <laughs> but that's like crazy like we still have like yeah. that's part of our skin is our mm -hmm. like shared memory of that that'll be wherever we go you have <laughs> never you will never be able to forget me ever. yeah exactly impossible. yeah we're connected ah. branded you <laughs> I, know. I branded you too <laughs> um i am casual i am i am seeing somebody who also has a nerdy tattoo and it was part of the appeal was because i was very <laughs> i was very actually our episode that just released today was talking about i was going on the date with this person but i was talking about it, it was the next night yes. and the date was You're not married yet we're not married and i'm not pregnant and I forget what else we said I might be, but I'm none of those things. I, but I have stuck with what I said I was going to do. And it's been lovely. I've been taking my time. I'm having a great time. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, the first time I was like, there were a few, there's a few things when you go on a date that you <laughs> think about. Like, what do I talk about? And what is too much to tell on the first date? Things like, I have an OnlyFans and I have a Mercy tattoo, <laughs> among <laughs> others. Um, but I remember being like, I don't know how to bro because we were talking about video games and I wanted to be like, I have a Mer like I'm like so into the video games. I have a Mercy tattoo, but I wasn't like quite sure. But then I noticed that he had a tattoo sticking out like from his shirt, and I was like, I forget how it got brought up, but I was like, what? oh, what's that? And he's like, he's like, I'm I'm a nerd. Like I, <laughs> I love Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's a Final Fantasy tattoo, and I was like. I have a mercy tattoo. <laughs> this is perfect. But I love when people, I love, I love like to me, that's so great. I'm like, you love something that much that you're like, yeah, I got a tattoo of it. <laughs> I love listening to people talk about their tattoos for whatever reason that they, they got them. Most of the time, it's just like oh, this or whatever. Like there's mm -hmm. some joy involved in describing it. Or even if it's a bad one, if you, they're like, oh yeah, man, I got that on like the back porch of some dude named Bob with a breast teaspoon. Like, <laughs> it's, there's something, there's yeah. something behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think that's so cool is humanity, is society. Tattoos date back to beginning of, I think, art in general. Mm -hmm. Like, that has always been a thing. Yep. And it's funny to me how many people are like, don't put bumper stickers on a Ferrari. Like, fuck you. Baby, <laughs> I... <laughs> I feel like it's, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's paint on a Ferrari, okay? Do you pick a specific mm -hmm. color? Do you pick your interior? Yeah. Do you add things to it that you like? Do you want an extra cup holder? <laughs> Maybe a I don't give a shit if my skin is saggy <laughs> in the future and it doesn't look perfect. I made a memory, bruh. Yeah, also, <laughs> like, that's my other thing about the whole getting old thing. Like, your skin's going to be looking saggy regardless. Yeah. Also, like, 
Yeah, most you're... people don't look cute when they're old. Yeah, okay, let's just be honest. Yeah, There's very few people out in this world who are actually looking as hot as they did back in the day <laughs> as old people. And you get all... lucky. That's a genetic lottery. Yeah, and also like you're not gonna be the few people you're gonna be naked in front of or showing off your tattoos to at that age are the people that you care about and love, and the rest you're gonna be wearing clothes. Like I just don't understand. I've also yeah. I've seen some really fucking cool old people who got, like, tattoos when they were young that are covered, and, like, they look Look fucking awesome. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think – I think your argument's – I think it's all about, like, do you care about yourself? Are you proud in your skin? Do you want to show off what you've got? Like, I think it's all about that mental – that mental – I think there's – I owe a lot to a couple of people in my life that were, like, older, (laughs) like, 40s, 50s, which isn't old, but older – Um who had such a powerful sense of style and things that were important to them that gave me the confidence, I guess, to do it myself. Cause I'm looking at them and I'm like, this guy's 50 and he still wears freaking boots up to his knees with chains and he's got tattoos all over his body. He's living his best life. Yep. Like I, I want to be that. I want to yep. be that 50 year old something. I, I had a moment in a bathroom once that like healed something in me when I was I was in a cute outfit that I liked and I was feeling confident in it and I was in a bathroom and a little girl went you look so pretty and I was like yes yep oh there's nothing like younger <laughs> kids want... being like you look awesome Beautiful. I want to be the girl that teenage me would be like she's so cool I like <laughs> I try that's you know when people are like who are you trying to look good for that's who in my head, it's my like, it's, it's me, self. it's my young self who was like, I want to be that when I grow up. That's who I'm looking cool for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel the same way. It's funny. I actually feel the same way when I see an older woman rocking, like, cool clothes. You could tell, like, they don't care that they're wearing things that are younger. When I see that, I'm like, you, my older self is going to be you. Like, yes. that's, you who are who I want to be, too. Like, it just makes me excited. I don't know. I think One eight- of the... Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Bell <laughs> um, <laughs> and I have both been about... like, Bell and I have both been like, we gotta stop. Whenever we watch it, like, I'll be like, I talk over you all the time, and Bell's like, no, I talk over you all the time. And we're like, <laughs> now I feel like we're both like, uh, we're, like uh, we're talking uh, too much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, my green hair, I, one of my favorite things in my experiences with it have been older people coming up to me and being like. I love your hair I wish I could have something like that off and I'm like do it or I wish I could do that is the phrase I hear the most often some 60 year old person is like oh I love your hair I wish I could do that and I just say why not do it do it do it I'm like oh no I could never that would look so strange on somebody as old as me and I'm like no one nope would it make you happy and do also it. who cares who cares the, the people who think it's strange are not worth your energy yeah like and uh, we're lucky that we're getting better in the workplace about that being acceptable. Like I've never really understood why my hair being green or my tattoos on my body have anything to do with my ability to do a job. Mm -hmm. Like this is nothing. It's my personal life. What you, does your ability to spend all the hours at the golf course impact your ability to do your job? Like it has no effect. Nope. So, 
it is weird being the only person in an office with green hair. I feel like an anime character, but also I have green hair and I'm a drafter. Like that's not I'm just a person with green it's hair. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool is what it is. Yeah. No, I <laughs> love that. Cool I have a uh I have very much like a persona. I mean not even a persona, it's just who I am. When I'm not at the work or out, like my go to is like pair of work boots a pair of leggings and a thick sweater and a knife in my pocket and a beanie like and I feel like the most confident badass ever and I'm like this isn't even like but it's just like there's something about it you know what I mean there's something that makes you just feel like yep there's some things that you're just like this is me this is who I am and I Mm -hmm. feel like a confident badass going anywhere like this and it's just fun when you feel it figure out your personal thing that makes you just like yeah and the and the red hair talking to Mm -hmm. pear but yeah, for me, it's... I remember when you did that. The <laughs> first time Bab dyed her hair, she was on a video call with me, and she was freaking out. Cause she's like, "I've never done something like this." To be before. fair, to be fair, I had I had had it dyed before by professionals. I had never done it myself, and now I only do it myself. But, but yes. I talked her into it because I've been dyeing my hair crazy colors for forever, and it wasn't nearly as bad as some of my friends who changed their hair color every week, I swear, but yeah. I was doing it at home because it was so expensive to go to a salon when I was like, okay, so worst case scenario, it doesn't look good for a little while, and, and I can fix out. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah exactly. Hair grows. Yeah. It grows. And also, you <laughs> can do fun things with it. You fuck it up, you cut it mm-hmm. off, you try something new. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. It gave me the confidence to shave my head because mm-hmm. I initially, initially, I cut my hair really short because I didn't want to learn how to do a military bun before basic training. Yep. Um, Makes sense. But then I came home and it was just, it looked terrible. Like it was just not a cute cut, and I didn't know what to do with it. So I just one day driving home from work, I was like, "Fuck it, hair grows." And I went in and I had them take a razor to the side of my head. And I was like, "Oh." Yep, oh. that's me. <laughs> and then I started shaving more of my head. I've always kind of hated my Like, I like having long hair, but I have so much hair. Like, it's it's fluffy enough, and, like, mm-hmm. 80% of my head is shaved yep. right now. <laughs> no, you do have very thick hair because it looks thick, and you don't even realize – you don't think about the fact that half of your hair isn't even there, <laughs> and it looks thick yeah. as fuck, yeah. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not, like, it's shaved all the way around. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, yeah. But it looks so cool, and I love it. My favorite, I seriously, I, I talk to her in my head sometimes. That sounds very psychotic. Wait, you talk to your hair? Um, sometimes. Yeah? Yeah, when it's misbehaving. But no, I was talking to my 15-year-old self that time. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's still crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, people ask me like I get that I get I feel like this is like a like a intro question people like to ask. I don't I don't know. I I find I feel like men like to ask this. I don't know if you find this, but they like to ask like what's your favorite part about yourself? <laughs> like what's your oh. favorite physical feature? And I don't necessarily understand the question, but I'm always like, "Okay, I'll answer." But my hair is always one of them. I'm always my hair. I fucking love my hair. <laughs> You like, have fantastic. It's I'm like I am hair. blessed. Like <laughs> I am blessed, and I will Gorgeous never get hair. rid of it. I don't know why I got lucky enough to have this, but I adore my hair. Love it. Mm. So anyone who's listening right now, take a moment, think about something about yourself that you love, and an identity 
feature of yourself that makes you feel incredible and that you like feel proud when you're doing it and remember to do that more and remember to think of yourself more as like a badass admire me, yourself. It's my eyes yeah you do have hot eyes i also love my eyes they're big and expressionful your eyes are beautiful and huge and i don't know i've just i've always had like i've always liked my eyes they're not like a massively bright color but they're no green. they're really green and like a and they clear. change colors mm-hmm. so they go from like brown ish on sometimes and to, to green and i had people say that they would watched my eyes change colors in front of them but i just when I started doing eye makeup, I'm not big with eyeshadow, but I would do eyeliner and it draws attention to my eyes mm-hmm. in a way that makes me feel so confident, which is why I like this eyeliner. I'm not doing this because I think some guy's going to think I'm hot. I'm doing it because I think I'm hot. Same. <laughs> no, it's funny. I used to think when I was younger, actually, and this is because I was religious and I had the influence of other, but I used to think eyeliner like this was like obnoxious. And, like, too much mm. and showy and stuff. And now I'm like, no. I do it for the same. You and I are very alike because we have the same thick hair. I also have hazel eyes. And I get told, like, they change color. I get the green to brown thing. But I absolutely do eyeliner that, I'm like, makes my – because I have big eyes. So I, like, exemplify the mm-hmm. big and make them look up. And, like, I try to do, like, greens or blacks or blues that kind of, like, make the color pop a little bit. Yeah. Yes. And then our other big asset is our asses. We have nice butts. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always, which is, I've always been a tits girl myself. Like, I like boobs more mm-hmm. than ass. Um, but I also like my boobs being touched more than my my ass. So it's always bugged me that because I have a good ass, I attract all these ass. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what's very funny? I'm also the same way. I have these tiny little tits. <laughs> but they're very sensitive. And I very mm-hmm. much enjoy when they get attention. And, like, I have a pretty big ass, but I think because it's bigger, it must be, like, fattier, and it, there's not as much feeling in it. Like, I do like a good smack, like, for sure. Yeah, for but sure. But, like, like, generally, there's not much. Like, when you're just, like, it's more for you. It's more, like, for you. Like, what is it? Like, the Play-Doh or the Silly Putty that people play with? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> like for, a fidget. Yeah, that's your fidget <laughs> thing. For me, touch my tits. <laughs> Pinch them a little. Bite them. Seriously. Leave a little bruise. Be violent with my genes. <laughs> they like the violence. <laughs> but they do. They do. It's, it's really so rough funny. with me. I, yeah. I used to believe I was one of those women that could have a nipple orgasm. I'm still not entirely convinced that I can't. I, you just have to find the person need. who is okay with, like, massaging your nipples for, like, as long as you have to. Hours. Yeah. And I've tried it with my vibrator, and I'm um, what feels close. No, there is definitely – there is – there is a similar sensation to stimulating your nipples as there is to stimulating your clit. There absolutely is, is. There's actually, like, I remember there's, like, a biological, like, thing that women who are in labor, like, it releases oxytocin or whatever to, like, play with their nipples. I've heard that, too. Yeah. I actually read that some people say that you like- should masturbate when in labor. I've heard that too. The orgasm is mm-hmm. really good. It's really like, good. Or- it's and it makes me think. You know how when you have period cramps and they say to orgasm, like get a masturbate to help with the cramps. I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's the same type of thing. Similar it helps concept. like relax your muscles and yeah, yeah, because it's contracting them. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I feel like it's a similar concept to when you have like a bruise or something and you put pressure on it for a while yep. and then you release and it hurts a little less. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. It's probably a similar concept because you're contracting voluntarily mm-hmm. and then releasing, you know? And that's why I know you're never going to be in labor, but if I were to ever be in labor with the right person, yes, please. <laughs> we're going to do this mm-hmm. at home or wherever, or the nurses <laughs> are going to leave the room and <laughs> you and I are going to have some fun. Just do it in early stages of labor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the baby's crowning. <laughs> My poor child. Yes, that's an early stage of <laughs> Someone take my baby away from me because... I don't think you... I can't imagine you could even feel your clit at no. the stage. No, it's getting... <laughs> no, your clit is getting ripped in half at the crowning <laughs> stage. <laughs> Can we talk about how terrifying childbirth concept? Uh, yeah, I... So my little sister, my 13-year-old sister, I was there. I caught her when she came out um damn yeah the doctor let me catch her but my mom uh had the what's it called when it rips oh fuck oh the the episiotomy episiotomy so basically what happens is like right above where you're like it's not your clip but right that little area right there it rips and (laughs) this is oh my god so i caught ellie and my mom's thing ripped and it looked and then they had to sew her up they sew it up real quick but it looked like, like, you know, like chicken breast when you, like, cut it, you know, the way chicken breast, like, that's what it yeah. looks like. And also, when you, it, like, picture showing that, that's exactly what it looks like. It was, ne- I remember, like, catching Ellie and being like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And then being like, oh, God, <laughs> like, oh, but what did I just see? <laughs> and then I immediately went over and cut her umbilical cord, which had a similar tendony weird texture bodies are weird because like when you realize that we are literally Aww. just meat like we are mm-hmm. the equivalent of chicken meat we're just meat and oh my like God. my <laughs> brother had a had a graduation party where two girls on um on the hill by my dad's house is a really steep hill and they were trying to like back out of a parking spot and so she stood behind the car to do the whole like come here stop thing but she stood in between the two cars and the person driving rolled back too far and pinched them in like pinched her legs in between and she went instantly went into shock we had to call an ambulance and i remember when they took her off the bumper (laughs) like the the front end of the car looked like you had slapped a piece of chicken against it and then ripped it off it was like chicken fat was like stuck on the bumper of the car. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was just like, that was the first moment that it really sunk in that we we're just like meat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like uh, we are sentient meat and that's terrifying. <laughs> like, I don't know how, like, that's why I'm like, I don't know what I would do in like a serious emergency situation. Like, I, like I can't handle like needles and stuff and blood drawing, but like, I feel like if I had to like sew someone up, I could, but I'm also like, please God, Never let me end up in a situation where I have to know if I could hold someone's intestines think, inside them. I think that I could do it. I don't know if I could recover. Yeah, exactly. Like I would have. <laughs> like, to, I, I, I think I can. Ha- I can handle the moment. Like I'm good in. In I'm good in like scenario, like bad situations. Like I've always been able to keep my cool. But the aftermath, I'd be. <laughs> you'd hear from me every day. I'd be like, no, I'm not okay. She would say the same sentence describing how the intestines felt in like three different ways mm-hmm. over and over again. It would just be the same thing. She she processes by saying the same thing. A I lot. Ju- 
damn called out <laughs> it's true though <laughs> i can't tell you how many times when i went to visit i was like she was just like bell but bell but bell <laughs> saying the same thing it's like yep, uh, mm-hmm. i i get it yep because i'm processing <laughs> it all in my head dude same Ugh. i i'm absolutely the same way uh-huh we're very just, similar yeah we just word vomit at each other. It's mm-hmm. great, and we're all, and every time we're like, it's okay, because we know, yeah, like, we <laughs> yeah. know exactly what each other is doing. So we're always like, yeah. this situation, yes, I get it, and you're okay, and it'll be okay, <laughs> and it's gonna, and it's fine, and you don't need to think this way, and you're gonna be fine, and this is, or or it's like, ah, this is so exciting, yay! <laughs> it's like one or the other, but yeah, wow, we went, we went, we went from childbirth to chicken meat to how we <laughs> talk to each other <laughs> as friends childbirth though like i i keep thinking i think a lot about pregnancy and childbirth ever since i got snipped mm-hmm. um and part of that is because my freaking scars are so sensitive so i like feel them all the time and it like reminds me of it but i have to admit that wasn't in, not a factor when i was thinking about getting the surgery like it wasn't a major factor i could probably but like i don't want to split from my pussy to my butthole like i really don't want that to be one big hole no ever at any point in my life do i want that i don't i don't want a belly so big that i can't reach my own pussy like i don't Mm -mm. know i can't imagine that i for some reason too for me and this seems so minor but like i'm a stomach sleeper i just can't Mm -hmm. imagine not being able to lay on my stomach Mm -hmm. for that long also the people who fuck the insane people who you have literally split from your pussy to your butthole and then you get pregnant again like four months later Oh yeah. They they don't oh. and they're like it's bad supposedly because you haven't given your um yeah. uterus time to reform. But like people do that, and I'm like you're fucking insane. Like how are you? Ha- like I've seen so many of those posts where it's like the doctor said not to have sex for this long, but I'm just gonna do it anyway. Like no, no, there's, there's a, a reason. reason. <laughs> there's a reason. Don't do Please. it. Please. For the love of God. Ah. And then there's, like, I mean, obviously there's uh, the risk of cesarean, which is insane. They just, like, cut into your stomach, take out a baby. And then after that, you're supposed to take care of a baby. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The cesarean thing really freaks me out because I've watched those videos where, like, the woman's, like, you're awake on the other side Mm -hmm. of this clock. And you're like... Oh, I can hear my baby. <laughs> Just couldn't. I would freak out. Like I can't. I can't. No, I'd be like I, I can't move my legs. They no, if cut open my stomach. If I had to get a C-section, I think I would have to be like I need to be out. I, I don't yeah. like. I I don't know if that's something they do, but I'd be like or or like no one can talk to me. I need earplugs or music in and blindfold on. Just forget like, what's happening I right now. I cannot be away. I will pass out. Like I don't give a fuck about the child. Like great, get it out of me. I'll see it in a few hours, but I don't want to be aware <laughs> of any of this. No, thank you. Ugh, 
horrifying. Especially after learning how violent surgery is. Yes! I watched the show Botched, and they they correct a lot of surgeries. They are not gentle with you when they're doing stuff. They're just yanking shit around. They're like, oh, she's been, it's fine. Like, why? Ow. And I've had several surgeries, so now I'm thinking about that. I used to think a lot about the fact that <laughs> in order to do surgery on my hip, like, some doctor had to see me naked. <laughs> I think about that too for my yeah. surgeries to be fair I was a kid so it's a little less creepy yeah. but I do just think about like <laughs> being lip on the table and then just like flipping my body <laughs> like you know like moving me <laughs> like however they need me I'm just like I mean I I had surgery um at the time that I got my tube side I also got my IUD removed so she was all up in my coochie. <laughs> like, Do you? Okay. I'm a perverted person and I make crude jokes. And I know you like, I know there's l- rules in place for doctors. And I know you have to be, but like. But your brain goes there. You gotta know. You gotta wonder if they're making like a joke. If they're like. Yeah. Look how she shaves. That's a cl- yeah. that's a shave pussy. Yeah, damn. <laughs> or like, I don't like, know. You know like, the waxers are in there talking about we- tattoos yeah doctors are gonna do it too they gotta it can't be especially if you're like in a surgery for five hours or however long you know what i mean like you're not gonna make you're not gonna make a single comment yeah yeah the way they talk in gray's anatomy sometimes i think about the fact that like there's no way surgeons this much while performing surgery yeah (laughs) Yeah, i know i know (laughs) also i also sometimes was like did like some intern run in and was like oh my god you have to stop the surgery (laughs) pause <laughs> like oh my god there's a knife inside her we have to stop and tell her mother and <laughs> resume the surgery like i just like wonder if like drama happens every time like, all these medical dramas that i watched made me write a will beforehand because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, if i just I go know. in before a routine <laughs> surgery something goes terribly wrong yeah like, i think i told you this but i scared the shit out of my mom when i was getting my surgery i was like i think i was like i think i was 11 when I got my first surgery and they like they, they gave me like basically they gave me I guess it's like the equivalent of like NyQuil kind of thing like before they took me in for anesthesia it was essentially to calm me down I have no idea honestly I want to know what it was because it was awesome because I took it and like five minutes later I was like woo! but they told my mom they were like she's gonna be kind of weird she's gonna be like loopy and so I'm sitting there and I heard them say that I was like, I'm gonna fuck with my mom and then like so they're wheeling me into surgery and she's like walking next to me and she goes I love you like I'm gonna be here when you get out all this stuff I just I just like deadpan looked at her and I was like who are you <laughs> and I was like I now realize like surgery is scary anyone going into surgery you want to like know that like they know like I got you I'm here for you and all that and I like told my mom I didn't know who she was and then went into surgery so my mom's last thing was like oh my daughter doesn't even know who I am and she might die so yeah that was I remember um in seventh grade I was playing our school's version of dodgeball and a girl kicked my hand into a wall and it broke and dislocated my thumb, so it's in the shape of an S, and I had to get surgery done. And uh, I got a phone call about 15 minutes, somehow literally like 15 minutes before I went into the surgery room. And it was some kid on a school phone telling me they hoped I'd die during surgery. <laughs> That's children, my last memory. Children are horrible. Surgery. Children are horrible. They are horrible little creatures. I understand that we have to grow through that stage to, like, become people. But, like, children are nightmares. 
That's horrifying. They have no sense of right or wrong. No. Experience (laughs) with right or wrong. I hope you die. I'm going to call this person. What? Yeah. Literally said, I hope you die. And the school did nothing about it because, I I don't know, there was some theory floating around that her dad donated to the school, but that was never actually confirmed. But yeah, the school did nothing about it. Wait, they knew about it and did nothing? My parents called them. They were livid. Yeah. Like, this whole situation, um, this girl got no punishment for kicking my hand into a wall hard enough to break and dislocate my thumb um, because she said it was an accident. Uh Uh-huh. She had no punishment. And then, which it was not an accident. What's her? Do you remember her name? No. Oh, I was going to be like, let's find her. Right? <laughs> I was ready. I will sometimes look up my uh, elementary school bully <laughs> just to see mm. if I can find her. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is rank. She's under my be- thing, just farting right now. Um, yeah, I love – so I – I mean, this isn't the same as getting my hand kicked in, but I, I had many bullies. I was homeschooled, then I went to private school, then I went to public school. I was – I had the shit bullied out of me. But one of the ones I always remember – is this bible camp that i went to and they nicknamed me cujo because of my fangs from the 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 stephen king dog (laughs) and i've embraced it since i think it's adorable but i remember like yeah my vampire fangs are hot but uh i just i thought that was honestly good creative creative very creative nickname um but shit like that like just things that like hurt like you're just like I don't know why. Why do you want to hurt me? <laughs> I just wanna. I just wanna be friends. <laughs> this forms complexes in my brain. I always had this. My soft, squishy child brain is being traumatized. I also realized I had crushes on all the guys who were bullies to me. <laughs> so. Same. Oh my god, I have a very strong traumatic memory of one of the worst things that my elementary school bully did to me is that she pretended to be my friend for a while just to like she she was the in between girl. Yep. Um, and then like totally crushed my world. But I had this huge crush on a little boy who uh, was a bully. He was one of the cool kids. Like my elementary school had a very clear popular kid crowd, mm-hmm. and he was one of them. And I had a huge crush on him, and. I told her about it. I told my bully about it. She told the whole school, and he fake asked me out. And oh my god! Obviously, and so it was just like I, but it didn't stop me. It did not stop me from no. like having crushes, like big cool bullies, and then like. This is why I like a strong woman, I guess, or maybe why I don't like a strong woman. I don't know, man. It's it's funny. So I, I've talked to so I, this is this is getting into astrology and stuff, which is, I don't know. I, but Erin uh, is very into that, and and she was explaining to me that like my yesterday, um, my one of my planets in Aquarius is like finally over or something, and it's like it lasts like ten years, and it's like this long or t- no thirty years. It's a 30 year period in which like there's a lot of stress and like rediscovery and like over. I, it, it's 
it's pointless. So it's fated for you to be miserable. In the yes, world. but it's so funny because the last two years, and you've known this, have been very, like, crazy for me. And, like, a lot of revisiting my past and a lot of people appearing from my past. But I got a message on my Instagram probably, like, a year ago from this one guy who was, a like, a bully, like bullied me in, in, high, in high school in a private school that I went to. And I had the biggest fucking crush on him. I was in love with him. I swear to God, he was, like, my, like my future husband. He introduced me to Coldplay, actually. <laughs> which I will never forget. But he was such, he and the other guys were so mean to me, so cruel to me. He messaged me on Instagram and followed me and he actually apologized. And I was like, wow, that's big of you. But then like also kept talking to me and flirting with me and I was like unsure what was going on. And I was like, I have to put a little barrier here because I'm not, no longer am I a high school girl interested in you and I don't know what's going on here. But I respected that. But it was so strange to me to have like this past visit, like revisit me and like talk, bring back those memories and like oh my god he was the hottest kid then too it was just so weird and now looking at him and i'm like what yeah. our brains are so weird when we're kids even now they're weird but they're even weirder when you're kids i don't the know choices that i made when i was young and desperate for love are absolutely astronomically stupid mm-hmm. like i look back at that and i'm just like damn like I would not have made any other choice like I know exactly where I was at in that moment how I was feeling I know that there is very little that would have changed my mind in that moment I could come back from the future and be like hey don't do this and I don't know if I'd listen to myself (laughs) yep no for absolutely it's I'm sure we all feel like that stupid (laughs) yeah yeah Oh my god! I, sometimes I wonder I, how I made it. You know what I mean? Like h- how? Seriously. How did I? Like how? Yeah. Especially I don't know. It's like one of those like how. Like not saying I. I mean I was very many times suicidal, but like also just like how 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 did I how did I do something stupid? How how did I not become addicted to drugs? How did I not end up pregnant? Like my mom got pregnant young. Like so many things that I could like how. Because no matter how much your parents try to say they intervened or you had strict parenting or like, you know what I mean? You can still get like that shit doesn't stop you from doing things. Like I like sometimes genuinely wonder, like, how did I manage? Yeah. Like what kept me on? What little part of my brain was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're going to grow up. Eventually this will mature. Like one little part of my brain was like desperately hanging on. Uh, But I don't know. Because, like, I could be in such – like, there are so many times that I could have ended up in really bad situations or doing really bad things. And I somehow – I guess I was too nerdy and weird and introverted to actually follow through. The introversion saved my life. <laughs> yeah, I think that might actually be it. I think I was, like, too scared of social interactions to actually engage. <laughs> oh, that marriage proposal that you saw that I got on Facebook? He was a high school – not bully, but kind of a bully – who I could have I could have had sex with and I didn't in high school and I probably would have ended up doing something worse. I like I'm not saying having sex in high school is bad. But like <laughs> I'm saying like I don't think I would have known what to do. So it could have been bad. I don't yeah. know. There's just so I yeah, I got a marriage proposal on Facebook. Yeah, she did. That that bell saw cuz she's my mod and she sees everything. <laughs> Accidental mod. Anyway, you walked a fine line. I did. I walked a fine line. And I I can definitely pinpoint one moment in time where, despite my parents 
taking it too far, they did change the course of my life. In a good um, way? In a, in a good way. Yeah, okay. Like, I used to hang out, I went to a school that didn't have a lot of good kids, and I was hanging out with a bad crowd. Um, but it was the only crowd that gave me the attention and validation that I was craving so badly. Yep. Um, so I would have rather died for them. And I would have, like, one of the guys that I, let's put it this way, one of the guys uh, that I had the biggest crush on um, now runs with the Hells Angels. Mmm. Yep. <laughs> that one. We wouldn't be podcasting <laughs> uh, today if Bell. <laughs> that they put me in a safe friend school, and I still got into trouble at those schools. Um, one of them is like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like I'm going through the memory. Things are like flashing before my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with the guys, it just I, I've put myself in so many situations with people who were just genuinely horrible people and the audacity to come back into my life repeatedly so naive yeah yep oh yeah i mean i've gone back so many times to so many people that i should never have gone back to but i think it's kind of human nature in yeah some way. like when you're when you're missing that thing like there are a lot of people that one emotion just drives you until you get that emotion satisfied. Mm-hmm. It's an impossible drive to ignore. Yeah. No, it really is. I, uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm, it, it's one of those things, like, in the moment, you're like, I just want the person back, or I just want to go back to the way it was, or I miss my old life, and then things start happening when you start letting go. And I swear to God, everyone tells you this. They're like, stop trying to make it happen so hard. Try it. Like, let go a little bit. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah. But it kind of does work that way. It's when you least expect it and suddenly you're like, oh, my God, this is why I needed to let go. This is why I needed to move on. This is why things are met. Like, this is why it was better for me to, like, absolve myself of that time period. And there is better out there. Yes. Wildly. Ah! Jesus Christ! Sabine <laughs> <laughs> agrees. Bean! What are you barking at? When did you learn to bark? Get over here. I decided to prove you wrong when you say. Yeah! She scared the shit out of me. My heart is pounding. I was not expecting that. Sabine! Maybe there's someone in my house. <laughs> I can't hear because my headphones. Ooh. No, you're not so little. Out. Put my headphones on. There we go. Girl. Yeah. You a barker? You barking? Why are you barking? Did you find your voice at last? Mm-hmm. Now you just gotta tell everyone. Now? Yeah. What do you have to say, Sabine? Tell us. It's a doggy ASMR. Well said, ma'am. What do you think about Thank boys? You for your time. Do you like boys? Actually, she's a little gay, though. She has a girlfriend that she humps all the time, and the girl dog lets her hump her. Her name's Azula. Azula, I think I mentioned her to you. Um, oh, my God. It <laughs> brings me joy to hear that. And I, it, they're actually, the, the parents, I might actually start playing D&D with them. Because, um, like, they're really cool. 
But yeah, so her name, the dog's name is Azula. So it's like Sabine and Azula, like two nerdy ass little <laughs> girls, and they love each other. Do you love Azula? Yeah. Um, so I just realized we've hit an hour. Oh, we have. That brings us to the end of episode five. Yeah. And we talked, I mean, we still managed to get sex in there. <laughs> just a little bit, though. Just a tiny just bit. A little bit. And it's really just the product of sex, which can be occasionally childbirth. Um, mm-hmm. came into play, but that was about it. So proud of us. <laughs> so, Babs, you got any shout outs? Um, yeah, I actually do have a shout out. Um, I, so I am wearing this adorable little shirt that I fucking love. It's like a night shirt, but it's like so cute. And I'm going to wear it in the summer. It's like cropped and I can like tie it up or wear it down. And I fucking love it. Ooh, let me just deafen everybody. I'm so sorry. But anyway, it's so freaking cute, and it's this is more for Philadelphia locals. But um, it's from my favorite. I, I, she was one of my favorite people to work with in the restaurant industry. We worked together at Bing Bing, um, dim sum. If you guys know that place, it's amazing. But um, I worked with her for a few years, and now her and her boyfriend uh, run like a, a vintage resale, like uh, thrifted thrifted clothing, where they go and they find uh, really nice clothes. I've gotten like really nice Adidas stuff from them. Um, Reebok flyers, windbreaker, just like really, really quality, nice thrifted stuff for really incredibly reasonable prices. Um, and I love one thing I love that they do is they clean, they wash everything that they sell, so it always smells good and like it's always nice and like well, like high quality stuff. Um, and they're um, always every week on Thursdays and Sundays they're at uh, Function Coffee Labs in South Philly outside, so you can go get a coffee and shop a little bit. And then they're at Clark Park on some other days up in West Philly. But anyway, you can follow them. I'm going to link them. Um, Nifty Thrifty PHL Philadelphia. Nifty Thrifty Philadelphia on Instagram. They always announce when they're doing pop-ups. But it's a great way to, like, you know, thrift and not buy into, uh, you know, fast fashion. The prices are super reasonable. And they have mentioned that if you mention my name, you can get a discount. So um, that's kind of cool. But they're just, I mean, honestly, I would just, like, go support them if you want some, like, really cool clothes that are fun to wear, comfy, like, clean. Yeah, I fucking love them. So that's my shout-out. Nifty Thrifty Philadelphia. Um, If you're in the Philadelphia area and you want cool clothes. And they carry clothes for men, women, children. And they're actually, they love Sabine so much, they're going to try to find, like, dog clothes. (laughs) I was like, cool. (laughs) So, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, so my shout-out is... uh... time of recording this my friend and our follower and lovely human being swish and flicks birthday is coming up and i am working on this project that will be featured along with this little shout out a sneak peek of this episode so to speak um in a video that metamute is making um and i will link him too because shout out for sure we'll shout out meta absolutely um but happy birthday swish i hope fantastic birthday and we love you and go follow her happy yeah, birthday swish follow, <laughs> follow wherever it is <laughs> and as usual like follow subscribe share um give us all the love yes tell us what you hate tell us what you love review us anywhere that you can um and support and we hope you're enjoying this all uh, we're certainly having fun. I'm having a blast. I love. I look forward to these nights, um, and I can't wait for us to do some other like ex- extra ex- extracurricular activities, um, like our cooking thing, which we'll plan soon and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's about it. So, 
Good night, everyone. <laughs>